0: guys, it's Meg. What's up? What's poppin'? Welcome to the podcast! With every Halloween, we see the same familiar monsters come back to life. So grab some face paint, fangs, fake blood, and a cape, and let's become Dracula. I should probably put a trigger warning since we're gonna be talking about Dracula and vampires in general. There's gonna be talk about blood. Trigger warning in right now. But to focus on Dracula, which to say, his history's not as cool... As Frankenstein's, which if you want to go back to last week's episode, episode 5 of season 7, it's also the first episode of Spooktober, we deep-dived into Frankenstein and his history. But it is said that Bram Stoker wrote Dracula in 1897. It is said he based his story off a real person, 15th century governor from present-day Romania, Vlad the Impaler. Now, I would go deep-diving into who Vlad was. So we can get like a true understanding of Dracula. But I just feel like I just want to talk about monsters. I mean, he was like a quote unquote human monster, apparently. Did a lot of crappy stuff. So if you want to look that up yourself, go for it. But legends about vampires go back centuries and centuries and centuries. Like they have been a part of history for so, so long. And the Google definition of a vampire is a creature often fanged, that preys on humans, usually consume in their blood. And just like Frankenstein, vampires and Dracula specifically have been a part of entertainment for so long. We can see them in movies, TV shows, books, songs, toys, everything like that. But before we dive into all that stuff, the main theme of Dracula, the book, it is said it is good versus evil. That I quote, Dracula symbolizes the epitome of evil. Not only is he a monster, but he turns people into monsters against their will. Again, I've said this about Frankenstein, not Discrizor, but I kind of want to, like, read the book of Dracula, like the 1897 version, and, like, really see how these people's minds work. Hey, what's up? It's Editing Meg. And another book about vampires that I've seen all over my book talk is Carmilla by Sheridan Le Fanu hope I'm pronouncing that right but I also kind of want to read that one but like I mentioned before he is seen in movies, TV shows, toys, books, songs, everything you can think of. There has been Dracula himself or a vampire or some type of adaptation to this character or monster. So for movies, this is both a combination of Dracula himself and of just vampires in general. There's Dracula from 1931 There's Bram Stoker's Dracula from 1992. There's Hotel Transylvania from 2012, which has, I remember this time, they actually call him Dracula. Like, he really is Dracula. There's no like, oh, is it this? Is it that? Nope. They call him Dracula. There's a lot of people's favorite, Twilight from 2008, which I didn't realize it was that old. I don't know why. I thought it was like 2012, maybe, not 2008 that the first one came out with there's also the lost boys from 1987 just to name a few movies there's obviously like way more i feel like vampires and dracula specifically have the most types of movies from like a specific monster that makes sense like we talked about frankenstein and like there were some options but there wasn't like a lot about frankenstein but like if you search vampires and like dracula like apparently we're obsessed with it but like why are we as a society so obsessed with this monster specifically like i feel like vampires and witches not like the, see this is where it gets like tricky because like wiccan is a religion and a lot of people who are wiccan refer to themselves as witches and like that's a religious thing but then a lot of people have a witches as monsters so it's like are they a monster no are they it's like a religion like it's it's hard but for the point of halloween in this episode we're gonna classify a stereotypical witch as a monster and i feel like those two are super popular every halloween and like there's so many movies about them, and TV shows about them, and books about them, and this and that. And I'm skirt screening way too much this episode. So going back on track, TV shows with vampires. There's both, like I mentioned before in the previous episode about Frankenstein, there's both kid versions, cartoon versions, and then like real, not like realistic, but like, you know, adulter ones. Adulter, that's not a word. More mature ones. That sounds like it's something else. I'm just going to start talking. So there's Buffy the Vampire Slayer from 1997. My babysitter is a vampire from 2011 there's vampirina from 2017 and the monsters from 1964 has a character that's similar i don't think that's his actual name i'm gonna look it up right now oh grandpa they just call him grandpa so yeah in the monsters is grandpa who is basically a vampire slash dracula inspired and like i said with toys we're gonna refer to monster high there is draculaura which is supposed to be dracula's daughter what blows my mind is that vampires are still very relevant even today in 2023 there are numerous new books being released about them and even recently as of june 30th 2023 olivia rodrigo released a song called vampire i don't have any fun facts about dracula i probably should have looked that up another thing about dracula why do they always make him go bleh, blah blah? Everybody. Like, that's in Hotel Transylvania. It's in, like, a lot. Like, why do vampires always have to say blah blah blah? They also always typically have a Transylvanian accent. I should have looked that up. Editing Meg's coming in here with that to see why all vampires have a specific accent. Because when I was doing research and, like, all the legends about vampires, it was across so many different cultures and countries and religions and this and that. So why do almost all vampires have a Transylvanian accent? Is Transylvania even a real place? I clearly didn't pay attention to geography in school. So I didn't imagine to come in right here with all that, please. So first thing, Transylvania is a real place in Romania. Second thing, the blah, 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 from what I could find on the internet, it comes from the word blood in a quote unquote bad accent. Sounds like bleh. So it's more of an imitation thing slash a mocking thing of saying like basically blood, blood, blood. and. The reason why Dracula and like vampires traditionally have a Transylvanian accent is because in the book Dracula, he is originally from there and the author did it because of the area's superstitions. Thank you for that. And now, since we are skirt a lot this episode, if you want to become a vampire or Dracula this season, here is what you can wear from what I found. A lot of them had Victorian clothing. And it was always black, red, or sometimes like a deep purple. A cape, even though The Incredibles edit Mode says, no capes, you need a cape. Fake blood, fangs. For some reason, a lot of the costumes are showing canes, like walking sticks. I didn't understand that one. And there should be some type of bat with you, because no, it said that vampires turn into bats as they escape. So, the next time that you're out and about during Halloween spooky season and you see vampires and Dracula everywhere, just know, They've been around for so many, so, so, so many years. They're definitely not going away anytime soon. We're going to constantly see them everywhere, use them in adaptations, and they'll always be a part of our history. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Hey Guys, It's Meg. You can follow Hey Guys, It's Meg underscore podcast on Instagram for updates and good times. Come back next Monday where we talk about another monster. I'll see you on the flip side. Peace out, Girl Scouts.